Greetings in the name of Jesus. We welcome you to Dream Big and Make It Happen Ministries. My name is Bishop Gail Oliver Jr. I am the pastor, senior pastor of the Greater Light Family Church located in Santa Ana, California. We are uh, thankful and grateful to God for allowing us to come before you today as we are in the studio at Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network. And I, I want you to understand the key is the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so we thank God for the Holy Spirit. Uh, before we get started, I want to go ahead and uh, open up in prayer and let's invite the Holy Ghost, amen, to have his way today. Father, we thank you for your love, mercy, and your grace. We do thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. We thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to come before your people, Lord God. We pray that many, Father, will be saved, healed, and delivered today, Father. We pray that many will be enlightened, Father, that you will bless us with wisdom, insight, and understanding, and knowledge from up above. Now have your way with us, Lord God. In Jesus' name, good children say amen. Amen. God bless you. And we thank God once again for you. Uh, we thank God for this mission that God has given us to build locally, excuse me, to build locally, but go globally. Amen. And so we come before you today. We want to talk about the importance of protecting your ministry. The importance of protecting your ministry. And so uh, the reason why I want to touch bases on that today is um, I was uh, studying the Jezebel spirit actually and really um, uh, paying attention to uh, what goes on and um, how that spirit or those spirits combined together attacks the, the ministry, um, attacks those who God has placed in authority, attacks the prophets or the prophetess amen, uh, men and women of God. And so I wanted to go ahead and touch bases uh, on that today. So uh, real quick, what we want to do is we'll start off with um, Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and we'll go over some scriptures today because we want to make sure that um, as we are preaching and teaching that we're coming from the very word of God. And once again, uh, once again, I do thank God for this ministry and I thank God for this opportunity to come before you. And I just want to let you know it is very important to protect the ministry that God has given to you. Amen. We all have our own assignments. We have our gifts. We have, uh, uh, there's offices that God has called us to operate in. And so I want to begin to um, dig a little deeper as far as the ministry and the challenges of the ministry and the importance of protecting the ministry. Um, I just want to share with you as well. Once again, my name is Bishop Gil Oliver, born and raised in Santa Ana, uh, went to Grambling State University, went to also uh, USC. Um, but I never knew that God had called me into ministry until year 2000. Um, never heard that I look like a pastor, never uh, was told that I sound like a pastor. And so God um, really surprised me May of 2000 when he told me to go into ministry. When God told me to go into ministry, the, my first reply was, Lord, I don't know anything about the ministry. <laughs> okay, And I want you to know um, I did not surprise God. God knew I did not know anything about the ministry because he had not called me until May of 2000, amen. And once he has, uh, once he called me, he, he started opening up doors for me. And so um, it's a blessing. The first uh, door that was open was for me to take a class called Master Light. And so I wanted to find out what this class was all about. Um, and uh, it was amazing because God called me to go into ministry. And that same day before the day was out, I found out about this class called Master Life, which teaches us how to be a disciple 
disciple for Jesus Christ. And so I had no um, understanding <clears throat> of the true definition of the word disciple. And so I was uh, uh, totally surprised because I didn't know anything about uh, discipleship except um, from what I, you know, from what I read in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospel of Jesus Christ according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so um, my reply was, well, we could be a we could be a disciple for Jesus Christ because I'm thinking that was it, right? <laughs> okay, but the definition of disciple is learner, follower, pupil, or student. And so God wants us to be true disciples, not just disciples, but true disciples. Um, Jesus says in Luke 9, 23, if you truly want to be my disciple, then you must deny yourself, pick up your cross daily, and follow me. Amen. So we are uh, still to this very day, we promote true discipleship. We uh, promote true conversion. Amen. Um, one thing I was told is you can go to the house of God all you want to, but until you uh, hear the gospel, understand the gospel, and respond to the gospel, uh, you truly believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. You repent. You ask God uh, for forgiveness of your sins. You turn away from your sins. Invite Jesus Christ into your heart to be Lord and Savior. So once you uh, repent of your sins, invite Jesus in, um, then that's what we call true conversion, understanding the gospel, and um, believing with your heart, confessing with your mouth that Jesus Lord, of course, Romans the 10th chapter, uh, excuse me, Romans the 10th chapter, verses 9 through 11, and also in Acts chapter 2, if you read uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 37 through 39, um, and asked, what must we do to be saved? And Peter replied, um, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so the gospel of Jesus Christ is that Jesus died on the cross for our sins was buried and rose on the third day. Amen. And so we must hear the gospel, believe the gospel, repent of our sins, invite Jesus in our heart to be Lord and Savior. Amen. And then um, as we understand being true disciples, he, uh, Jesus says once again in Luke 9, 23, if you truly want to be my disciple, my learner, my follower, my student, my pupil, then you must deny self, pick up your cross daily, and follow him. Amen. Follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And so with that, I had no clue or idea that that came with um, spiritual warfare. I had no clue or understanding that I was going to be under attack. Amen. So all I knew is to get in there and study the Word of God, and I uh, really purposed in my heart to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. I also uh, asked God, how come um, as I was going through the 90s, I had some ups and downs through throughout the 90s. I considered suicide in the 90s. Just challenging time for me. So I asked God, um, you know, Lord, why did I have to go through what I went through in the 90s? Where did I mess up? And so God God gave me Matthew 6.33, which says, if you, uh, excuse me, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. He also gave me uh, James 1.22, um, do not only be a hearer of the word, but be also a doer of the word. He also gave me Luke 9.23, which, uh, which is Jesus speaking. He says, if you truly want to be my disciple, deny yourself, pick up your cross 
cross daily and follow me. So Matthew 6, 33, and, and then uh, Luke 9, 23, and then uh, James 1, 22, amen. And then for clarity, um, because I was also uh, confused about uh, the right religion. So I asked the Lord, I said, well, Lord, if I'm going to preach the gospel, I need to know what the right religion is because there's so many religions and uh, denom denominations, and I knew all of them could not be right. So I prayed and asked God, Lord, which one is the right uh, religion or denomination? I want to make sure I'm preaching the truth. Um, I was uh, upset about being lied to. Once I got in the word, I realized, man, that was a lie that I was told. That was a lie. That's a lie. And so as I got in the word, God started revealing the truth to me. And so I wanted to be careful and mindful that I study the word and I'm preaching and teaching the truth, the truth, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the very word of God. And so um, God did uh, respond and he did answer my prayer um, as I asked him what the right religion is or the right denomination. God placed two uh, scriptures in my dream. It was like a chalkboard that wasn't there, but it was so dark. And then the chalk that was used was like a real uh, bright white chalk, if you would. So anyway, there was two scriptures on there, James 1.22 and James 1.27. And because I was uh, pretty much a babe in Christ, and I say babe in Christ because I had not gotten into the word uh, or I, I was just now getting into the word and studying and made a conscious decision to get in this word and I, I realized as a child of uh, the most high God once you get in the word of God the word of God will get in you and will cause you to change amen and that's what God uh, has called us to do um, and commands us to do in Romans 12 verse 1 and 2 he says do not be conformed to this world but be he transformed by the renewing of your mind and so we need to get in this word amen because our mind needs to change we need to see things the way God sees things because his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and so we need to get the word of God in our in our in our spirits in our in our hearts let me say um, and therefore we can uh, speak the word of God and not speak negativity or speak the words that the enemy wants us to speak. You have to uh, make sure you protect the words that are coming out of your mouth. Amen. Uh, you want to speak life and not death. Amen. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Amen. So we want to make sure we're speaking the very word of God and praying the word of God back to the Lord. And so anyway, uh, once again, in year 2000, May of 2000, um, is when I... Uh, was told to go into into ministry by the Lord um, and once again I did ask God what was the right religion or denomination because I wanted to make sure that I am uh, preaching and teaching the very word of God and so once again he did give me James 1.22 and James 1.27 James 1.22 once again it says do not only be a hearer of the word of God but be also a doer of the word of God also <clears throat> excuse me in James 1.27 where it says pure and undefiled religion in the sight of God is taking care of widows and orphans in time of need, not allowing the world to corrupt us. And so with that, that was very enlightening to me because I didn't know, I had no clue that the definition of religion is found in the Bible, in the word of God, God's definition of religion. So once again, James 127, write that down if you can. It says that pure and undefiled religion in the sight of God is 
um, take care of widows and orphans in time of need uh, and not allowing the world to corrupt us. Amen. So that is the true definition of religion according to uh, in the sight of God, according to the word of God. And so therefore that took away confusion. And I knew I was just focused on studying the word, meditating on the word. Preaching, uh, preaching the word of God and um, thank God that he did deliver me from that uh, let me say the spirit of religion that religious spirit let me say and God did not invite us into a religion he invited us to an intimate love relationship with himself and so you need to know the Lord is intimate you need to know him intimately and you need to nurture that relationship worship him in spirit and in truth pray to him pray without ceasing um, as you meditating on the word pray before you start studying the word pray and ask God questions as you're studying the word ask God for revelation knowledge because as God reveals himself to us um, there's there should be something stirred uh, stirred up on the inside of us matter of fact when the word of God is preached or taught the gift of the Lord the gift that God has placed on the inside of us should get stirred up on the inside and we want to be on fire for God we do not want to be lukewarm or cold when it comes to our desire to please God. We want to be on fire for God. Amen. Seeking the kingdom of God in all his righteousness. Meditating on his word day and night. Worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Praising him because God inhabits the praises of his people. Uh, uh, delighting yourself in the Lord because he says if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. That's Psalms 37 4. You may want to highlight that and underline it. Psalms, uh, Psalms 37 uh, verse four says, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. And so with that, um, as a child of the most high God, it has to be true conversion. And then you want to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. Okay. A learner, follower, student, pupil. Okay. Many times we check the little box that the, you know, we go to church, we decide to join a church or get baptized. Um, we may say, okay, I am a member, uh, but we don't want to be um, focused or we don't want to stop amen uh, or be limited to membership we want to make sure every single single one of God's children are plugged into discipleship are introduced to discipleship and um, surrender all and become a true disciple student learner follower and pupil of Almighty God and so once I began to um, pursue the kingdom of God I'm studying the word I started going under attack and I didn't really understand what was going on um, I didn't understand it was a spiritual warfare going on so the more I started studying and you know and the more the Lord started revealing to me um, which John 6 uh, John the sixth chapter verse 44 I believe it is 44 45 the Bible says we will all be taught by God so I want you to know the Holy Ghost is God on the inside of us God the Spirit of God the Holy Ghost the Spirit of truth our teacher our comforter our counselor the Holy Ghost is God amen so we have God the Father God the Son God the Holy Ghost thank God for the Holy Spirit praise God that he did not leave us here on earth as orphans but Jesus said in Acts 1 8 you shall receive power once 
once the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And so I also want to thank God for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I thank God for the Holy Ghost and the uh, spiritual gifts and the offices that God has assigned uh, some of us to. There's an office as an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. And I thank God for the fivefold ministry is what we call it, uh, especially in theology. But you can find that in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, apostles, prophets, um, evangelists, pastor, teachers, amen. And I thank God once again that he has blessed me to operate in the fivefold ministry. Um, and so also when we look at uh, uh, growing in your ministry, the enemy was trying to attack my mind, trying to cause me to doubt God because I was going through some things and I uh, had to trust God, amen. I had to trust God. And in trusting God, I had to do something that makes no sense to the world perhaps. I had to drive myself to prison as a in a self-surrender, if you would. And that's where God called me in the ministry right there. Tab seemed like a university to me, um, the way it looked and everything, which I didn't know anything about a camp until I arrived. But glory be to God for that camp. And thank God for the, uh, the, the fact that God had, and that's what he gave me. I wasn't doing time. God gave me the gift of time. So I thank God for those who he sent there to pour into my life, to pour into my ministry, to get me prepared for my ministry. And we know the ultimate one who prepared me for ministry is the Holy Ghost. So we thank God once again for the Holy Ghost and the fact that God uh, loved me enough to call me out of the darkness into his marvelous light, uh, light and had a purpose for my life. And I didn't know that either until Jeremiah 29 11. God knows exactly why we're here and he knows why you're here and he has a purpose for your life. You have to seek him and find out what that purpose is. He will reveal himself to you because if you are a child of the most high God, amen, the Bible says we will all be taught by God. So real quick, I want to read <clears throat> Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And I want to get into this for a quick minute. Um, Ephesians 6, and I'll start and begin at verse 10. Um, it says, the whole armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of dark of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, Righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Amen. For which I am an ambassador. Or 
of which I am an ambassador in chains, and in, in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So put on the whole armor of God. What is the purpose? Amen. We're just going to go over this for a few minutes. I only have a few minutes left. Amen. Plenty of word. And so this will be part one, the importance of protecting your ministry. God called me into ministry. Amen. And uh, as I started uh, studying Ephesians, the sixth chapter, um, John, the uh, 10th chapter, verse 10, and John, the eighth chapter, verse 44. Uh, but in this chapter, it lets us know right off the top, he says, finally, my brethren, my brethren, that means we're related in the spiritual realm because God is our father. The same Holy Ghost is in me is the same Holy Ghost in you. If you're saved, if I'm saved, amen, if we're saved, we have the same God on the inside of us, Holy Ghost, amen. And so it says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of his, of his might. So we're not trying to fight all our battles. The battle belongs to the Lord. So put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the schemes or the tricks of the devil. And yes, the devil does exist. Um, I've heard somebody... <laughs> I'm sure you've heard this too. People think that the devil does not exist. Well, if the devil doesn't exist, why is this in the book? Why is it written? Amen. And if you understand, even from the book of Genesis, who you think attacked Eve, amen, causing Eve to doubt uh, what God said, causing her to fear the word of God and making uh, Eve think that God was withholding something from them, amen. And so, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heaven in the heavenly places so that wrestling is not flesh and blood and this is where you have to understand you need to ask god to bless you with the spirit of discernment that you may discern um and, and the bible says it this way try the spirit by the spirit many false prophets many false teachers have already appeared and we know as we're in these last days many will pop up amen many will appear um and so we who are saved, we who believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day, we need to understand that there is spiritual warfare, and so we need to discern in the spirit so we know who we're dealing with, amen. Sometimes you, you may think you're dealing with a person, amen, a female, a male, but you have to understand the attack is not, or our, our battle's not flesh and blood, with flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle, spiritual warfare. So you want to discern the spirits. You know, you might uh, come across somebody with the spirit of anger, uh, the spirit of pride, that controlling spirit, that manipulating spirit. Uh, put those two together. We could talk about the Jezebel spirit. I believe it's Revelations 2. The Lord says he is not, uh, he's not pleased with the church putting up with that Jezebel spirit spirit and so if the Jezebel spirit did not exist why would Jesus uh, uh, why would that be written in the book of Revelations that God is not pleased with us tolerating the uh, Jezebel, uh, Jezebel spirit now you have to understand this I thank God for um, I read a book on spiritual authority by Watchman Nee a few years back, and it gave me understanding of the authority that God has placed on the inside of us, and so we always have to protect the authority God has given us, which means you do not submit to those wicked spirits. And remember in, in Matthew's the third, excuse me, the Matthew's the fourth chapter, the enemy tried to attack Jesus in the wilderness by uh, twisting the word of God, basically trying to get Jesus to bow down to him. 
so that if Jesus would have bowed down to that devil, to Satan, then um, he would have been guilty of sin. Glory be to God. Jesus is the only man that's been on this earth that has never sinned. There was no sin found in him. Amen. Fully God, fully man, and without sin. But he did become sin for us. But also realize he never sinned, but the enemy did try to tempt, uh, tempt him to sin. But Jesus won that battle just by uh, sharing him excuse me, <laughs> whooping the devil with three verses of the word of God, three scriptures, amen. And as Jesus spoke the third and final scripture there, the enemy had to flee. We know that according to uh, James, the Bible says resist the devil and he must flee. Well, Jesus showed us how to fight the spiritual warfare that we're in. And so we have to fight this warfare by sharing the word of God, by speaking the word of God, preaching and teaching and speaking the word of God. And most importantly you got to believe the word of God amen you're going to operate in the power of God you need to belong to God and believe in God speak the word of God and understand the power that's in the word of God spiritual warfare hear what I'm saying the enemy is trying to get you to doubt the word of God tries to cause fear in you tries to attack your authority remember even the enemy asked Jesus whose authority and I say the enemy because men ask Jesus whose authority do you do these things under so Jesus didn't rebuke the man he rebuked he already cast out the demons in people. Understand what I'm saying? He cast out demons out of people. Amen. And so, um, even uh, when it came to Peter, Jesus said, Jesus said, get behind the Satan. Get behind the Satan. Get behind the Satan in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so right now, we want you to be saved, healed, and delivered. We want you to be set free. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we want you to understand that Jesus loves you so much. God loves you so much. Uh, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and whosoever shall believe in, believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus came to die on the cross for our sins, was buried, rose on the third day. If you want to be uh, the, say, uh, the saved, if you want to be saved, you want to be healed, you want to be delivered, you want to change from the darkness and, 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 and uh, into God's marvelous light. You want to be transitioned, transformed from the darkness to the light. Here's what you must do. You must believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. You must confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. If you're ready to make that move, you're ready to uh, be trans uh, transitioned from the darkness into God's mar uh, marvelous light. If you're ready, amen, to be saved, amen. Repeat after me, Father, I do believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. I repent of my sins. I invite you to my heart to be my Lord and my Savior in the name of Jesus save me. If you just said that prayer, congratulations. Heaven rejoices when one sinner repents. And yes, I know the devil is mad. Amen. And we want to continue, amen, to make him mad because we want to continue to win souls for Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So, in the name of Jesus, we thank God for you. We thank you for tuning in to Dream Big and Make It Happen Ministries. This is part one. Part two is coming right behind this message. It's important to protect your ministry. God has something for you to do work for you to do the work. The Bible says greater work shall you do because I have to go back to the Father. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Bishop Gail Lee Oliver Jr. God loves you. We love you. And remember, you're too blessed to be stressed because Jesus is the reason for every season. God loves you so do we.
The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television.